0: Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the quantum realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome everyone, thank you so much for being here. As we're talking about going quantum, and our mastery. One of the topics that's interesting to explore is the Akashic Records. My guest today is here to share how we can read the Akashic Records for healing and growth. Anna Celestino is here with us once again for this quantum conversation. We're excited to have you, Anna. Thank you so much for being here. Welcome. Oh, thanks so much.
1: It's great to be back. Happy to be here.
0: Awesome. Okay. So as we get started today, share with us the Akashic records. Do we all have access to them?
1: Yes, everybody does. And, you know, I I think, I think a lot of people think to themselves, gee, I wonder if I could do that intuitive work. I wonder if I could read past lives. And, and I think we ask the question because we actually actually all can, like some somewhere inside of us, we know that we're able to do that. And I think it's just a matter of um, practice, maybe a little bit of training, uh, just a better understanding of what we're doing. But yeah, I think everybody can do it. And I think we all should be doing it. Yeah.
0: And why is it important? Um, how does it help us to understand the Akashic Records?
1: The way, well, I mean, there's a lot of different aspects to that. Um, if we're talking about just day-to-day navigating our lives, um, the way that I look at it is the Akashic Records are, as in your terms, quantum. It's a quantum field. It's it's this a field, a vibrational field that contains everything that's ever been, everything that ever will be. Um, so we can access um, what's coming. We can access what's been. We can access all of that. And so if we're trying to make decisions about things, here I am, I'm trying to, you know, maybe schedule something. Well, if I'm just relying on myself, you know, it's kind of a best guess. You know, I don't, you know, my my niece and nephew called me the, well, my niece to be, and my nephew called the other day cause they were planning their wedding and they had a couple dates to choose from. And it's sort of like, you know, best guess, but I got my pendulum out and I started checking and it was like, you know, that one's going to have bad weather. Um this one is a better day for it. So we we kind of worked with the Akashic records which is an access to a lot more information that we have individually um and so we were able to, you know, hopefully make it. We'll see. The wedding is September in September, so um I trust we made the right decision.
0: All right, that's interesting. So um the Akashic records would know if there was gonna be rain that day?
1: I think it's a it's probability. I don't think anything is completely determined, but I would say probability, so yeah. Wow, yeah. okay.
0: And so you use your pendulum with it. Is that what, so when we're um, tuned in and tapped in and using our pendulum, I used mine just the other day and it was confirmed what I knew in, in my inner knowing anyway. So, It's, the pendulum helps us access the information. Right, right. It helps us access you within ourselves. So the Akashic records are us then they're within us.
1: Yeah, well, and you know, the way that I look at it is like, here's this this all encompassing field. And then I, I have my own electromagnetic field. You have your own electromagnetic field. And so when we tap into the Akashic records, what we're looking for is how do all the fields go together? And that's something that on our own individually, it's hard to know that. So if I'm, if I'm tapping into that, I'm looking at, you know, what's happening in the future. What about the timing? um, What's going to be going on with you? What's going to be going on with me? And I don't need all the details. I just need to know if it dovetails and if, if, and I think working with the records keeps us in the flow and in sync with life. So everything's easier, you know, when we're in that flow, when we're in sync versus sort of struggling against it.
0: Yes. And share with us how you came to work with the Akashic Records. What happened in your life that opened you up to this?
1: I had a reading with a gal and she was doing soul profile readings. and. The information that she gave me just so resonated and, and explained so many things in my life. And something in me just said, I have to do this. I have to learn how to do this. And I I studied with her for eight years. Um, it, you know, because well, because I loved it. It just it just made sense to me. So I think there's a there's a part about our current day lives. working with the akashic records so day-to-day like i said scheduling i use my pendulum to check supplements um um all kinds of things so we can use it for day-to-day things even like relationships i was just with a friend yesterday who's a realtor and she said she uses her pendulum a lot um in relation to things going on with real estate um deals sales and things um to uh, you know, she just gets the kind of information she needs to make the right decisions, um, for her clients and, and to, to help the sale come together. So there's, there's present day stuff. And then there's also past life things, um, that we, you know, can work with. So to me, that's another whole area of working with the Akashic records. It's like, um, if I want to understand why a certain thing is the way it is in my life right now, maybe it started somewhere in the past. And if it started somewhere in the past and we kind of all know this, but if it started somewhere in the past and I can understand that, then I can understand my life now. And it just frees, frees me up from that pattern. And I mean, to me, that's one of the big goals in our lives is just clearing, clearing our way to, be free to express ourselves, to be ourselves.
0: Very liberating uh, and and sovereign when we're able to do that because being able to see those patterns, wow. All right. So we're going to talk about a course that you're teaching to help people read their own Akashic records or even work with clients, right? So people can... Do intuitive readings for people. This is really important as people are wanting to step into greater roles. And we hear from many people that they want to do readings for people. So that's beautiful. We'll talk yeah. about that. But what are um, what are some of the, the tips that you give to people when they enter the Akashic Records? Is there a protocol? Can you get it wrong? Is there boundaries <laughs> that you need to be um, mindful of, or what's that all about?
1: yeah, well, I think people sometimes I'm just realizing I don't know where my pendulum went. I like to <laughs> to have it handy. okay, I got it now. but um I, I realize I mean, uh, people, I think sometimes worry if they're getting the right information, if they're maybe are negative. Um, energies around that kind of thing. So for me, I I like to keep it really simple. And I think that intention goes a long way. So when I start to open the Akashic records, I usually just say, you know, um, I want to work in a clear space um, of love and light, you know, and I just, it's simple, whatever, whatever that means to you, if you want to call in guides or teachers or angels or whatever you work with but to me it's just the intention to have a clear space in which to work period that's all you know so that's a first step is you just want to make sure that you've got a nice clear space and um let's see so again intention i guess another way to look at this is um is structure i think um it, you think about it, like the Akashic records are like a giant library, <laughs> like the biggest library we've ever seen. You don't go into that library and say, I'd like a book. <laughs> You know, it's, you know, the librarian would look at you like, okay, narrow it down. What kind of book would you like? Fiction, nonfiction, you know, what are you looking for? So it's the same way going into the Akashic Records. We want to kind of narrow down what it is we're we're looking for. So then we get to the right section of the library. So maybe we're looking for something that will help with personal healing, um, whether it's emotional or physical so you know, we set an intention to find what we're looking for in the records that relates to that, or maybe we're trying to understand a relationship that we have with somebody, and maybe there's some history there. So we 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 state, you know, I'm looking for you know the information about this relationship. Um, when I do uh, readings for people, and I'm and I'm looking to do emotional healing work, um, I want to find the original. Um, uh, the original lifetime in which the pattern started. I don't want subsequent ones. I want to go right to the root of it and find out where did this start, um, and and then and then work with that lifetime, that story, um, and then you pull that out at the root, and then everything else changes from there. So um, so when I go in, I say I'm looking for the original lifetime in which this pattern began. So, so, you know, structure, I think finding, narrowing it down, putting some structure around it, using yes or no questions as much as you can.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Okay. Very good. Um, you had mentioned when I asked you, you know, about like being able to predict the weather, there's a question from our audience that um, begs an answer. When you said that it is somewhat probability, does that mean that things can change? or can we alter the records for any future predictions? Um, can we change altering the records for any future predictions?
1: I would say yes. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of as little as I know about it. I'm a big fan of string theory. I think that there are all kinds of possibilities for us. And I think it depends which path we take, you know, which, which choice we make along the way. And, you know, again, with the healing part of it, I think all too often you know, fear plays a part and stops us from making the choices that we want to make or old patterns and things. That's why we want to clear that stuff out of the way so that we can make the choices that lead us to those optimum outcomes. Um, So, yeah, I I think, you know, I think we can, I think we can, I don't want to say affect the future, but I think we can choose the best path for us. And I think there are multiple options for that now. But I do want to say, I do think for sure, because I've worked with this a lot, we can definitely change the past so we can go in and do work with past lives and um, do some healing work on those lives. And then I believe that those records are rewritten all the way up to the present. So if we do the healing in the past and rewrite the end of a story a different way, then it changes everything again, all over again, everything changes up to where we are now. So maybe instead of coming from a soul lineage in which, you know, a person, you know, made a vow to never trust people again. um, Mm -hmm. If we rewrite that and do healing in that, then we become a person from a soul lineage who, who trusts people, who takes chances. So it, you know, it it does change something in us. So we can rewrite I think we can rewrite the records. That's what I'm trying to say.
0: That's beautiful because, you know, uh, on a subconscious level, with these patterns and maybe vows from past lives of of saying money's bad, for example, or um you, one of the big ones we get it, when working with light workers, encouraging light workers to step up and into business, there's a belief that um, Spirit gets angry when we charge money. And that's something from a past life as well. It's not valuing ourselves. So I can see where it really is helpful to clear those BS belief systems and make it so that we truly are free to be. And I think um, in a quantum way, I was tuning in last night to our show today And I saw timelines, and then you were speaking today about the past and maybe the future. I can see where we can choose timelines. There's so many timelines in front of us that we can choose. But look at how limited we are with the patterns that set us in place that keep us in a timeline that's not to our best advantage. So. What we're really doing is when we're changing the akashic records, it's limit. It's it's making us limitless on all of those possibilities, probabilities, and timelines of extraordinary uh, action and beingness.
1: Yeah, I, I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, you know, I have a a clearing that I teach. It's my all-purpose clearing and. I use it all, all the time because I, I can I can see where there are moments where something's just stopping me from like, like I, I've got some uh some events planned and I could see how I planned them and got them all ready and you know could see how it could all happen, but I could also feel like there was a point where that's uh, not gonna happen. Um, you know, maybe, you know, just let it go. Uh, And and I could feel that spot where I would turn on myself and, or turn back on myself and not go forward. So I've been doing clearing work around that because I'm just not willing to accept that limitation, you know, and, and yeah, there's fear tied up into it and whatever else, other beliefs that I'm holding, trying to protect myself in some way, but I don't want to live my life that way. I want to keep going forward.
0: Yes. All right. And so we are going to take questions from our audience. And so those who are in our Zoom audience, please raise your hand if you would like a a question with Anna. She will try to drill down into your past life or an issue that's keeping you. And we'll get to that in just a moment. I wanted to see, let's see. Ah, here's a good one. Um, can, Can Anna tell if I am experiencing lack of financial abundance and money, is this from a past life or this lifetime and how do I clear this? Every healer I speak to and do the inner work tell me that this was from a past life where I was in poverty and now it's clear through my experience here in the physical reality, but that physical reality has not shifted So interesting. That question is from Sharina. So Sharina, I'm going to ask you to unmute yourself. You'll just be on audio, but that would be the best way, yeah, to to take that question and interact with her. Okay, so Sharina, I have um, allowed you to unmute yourself if you'd like. There's two of you here, so I don't know if I got the right one but that would be beautiful. I'm gonna make both of those open so you can unmute. There you are, hi.
3: Hi.
1: Hi there. So, um, you know, Sharina, I actually don't think it's a money issue for you. I I think it's, um, uh, let me look, but I I think it's more like a a self-esteem or a self-worth, I, I think it's more about valuing yourself. Honestly, I don't think that, you know, if we go hunting for mm-hmm. our past life stuff, I, I mean, we might find some things, but I don't think it's about that at all. I think, I think you're maybe stopping yourself from having the life that you want to be living, which money would help afford um, because of, of, so if I were looking in the, in the Akashic records, I'd be looking for something to do with when was the, you know, the original lifetime in which you um decided that you weren't worthy of um having um a, a um find the word um a, a joy-filled um life. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Does that make any sense?
3: It does though, how do I clear that moving forward that it's not stopping me to move forward on my journey?
1: Yeah, Um, let me just see if I can get a a glimpse of what happened. Um, I think that um, long, 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 Long and short of it is I think that you experienced um, an, an incredible life, but um, a lot of people uh, um, suffered not, not because of the life that you had, but weren't able to have what you had. Somehow there, you, there's guilt involved in, in you having what other people don't have. That's what you're carrying forward. So, um, you know, I would, uh, I would do an affirmation and just say that there's, you know, enough to go around, you know, I, I, I can have a joy filled life and so can other, and there's plenty for other people to have the same, you know, and just, uh, and give yourself permission, um, to have it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? So though. It does. So does that though clear the Akashic record? I think just, I mean, you know. Affirmations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, or you can do some clearing work with it. But, you know, for now, I I think working with it, you know, like I said before, intention is so powerful. So if your intention Mm -hmm. is to be free of that pattern, hold to that intention, you know, and let the universe know, I want to be free of this pattern. Yeah. And then, you know, I always encourage people to put a little sign up, you know, where you're going to see it every day on your bathroom mirror or something with that affirmation. There's plenty to go around. That's what I would say. There's plenty to go around.
3: I have been saying that lately, but when I'm saying that the, the emotion I feel is it's not aligned. Like when I say that I'm like, Ooh, like what is this emotion?
1: Yeah. So that's the guilt, you know, that's, yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's the guilt that you've been feeling. So, you know, you're going to have to, I would do some journaling, you know, and and sit down and say, you know, write to yourself, I don't have to feel guilty for having a lovely life, you know, and I think, you know, by you, I always think it's important for us to be an example um, to other people that they can, they too can have a lovely life. You know, Um, and so I think, you know, the, you can let go of the guilt by recognizing that you're, you're actually being of service by living a joy filled life, because that lets people know that they can do it too. And maybe that'll remedy some of the guilt that you're feeling that it's a, you know, it's a service as well.
3: So Anna, if I do want to do some work with you. On a, with Akashic Records, how do I get in touch with you? Are you open to that?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. On the offers um, for, uh, with the talk today, there's the breakthrough session. Um, and that's my session that I go in and we rewrite, we, we rewrite the past. We, you know, I tell you the story, we rewrite the ending together. We do the clearing work so that you can go forward. Absolutely, yeah.
3: Okay. Thank you, Anna, so much. I will uh, reach out
0: to you. Okay. Thank you, Sharina. And we'll learn more about all of the items in Anna's special offer and ways that people can work with her. Thank you for sharing and thank you for being vulnerable in this sense. Okay. It is wonderful to see you work. And so you're, because of your work with the Akashic Records and the tools and the processes, the protocol that you have, that really helps you develop your intuition, right? So um, we talked even just yesterday on our show about knowingness and this knowingness within inside of us, there's tools that help us access it, but that's really what the Akashic records are as well. It's our access to knowingness. Do you ever... Do you ever doubt and then how do you move or overcome doubt or is your experience with this has it just totally taken over because in hindsight you can see how you had the answers all along what has that what's that like for you with doubt
1: um yeah i'm i'm afraid to say that i don't have i don't doubt a lot anymore because I've just done this for so long, but I know that, you know, in the workshops and things that I teach, that's probably one of the biggest um, challenges that people face is that that trusting piece, you know, Um, you know, they'll work with their pendulum a little bit, but then they're I don't know if I'm getting the right answer. I don't know. Is this me or is this something else? There's just so many doubts that come in that stop us. And what I always tell people is practice on the little things, practice on the things that don't matter because then when you get to the big stuff, um, you, you, you have more confidence about it. Um, you know, I remember when I first, <laughs> I remember when I was taking my training to read the Akashic records and my teacher said um, she was explaining some clearing or something. And she said, Oh, and and then you, you know, you read a past life and then, and we all looked at each other and went, we, we read a past life? What? And, you know, well, that's easy for you to say, but how are we supposed to do that? And sh- I remember she said, just start talking. Just start talking, you know? And that was the best advice that she could have given. And so when I actually started working with people, you know, I just, I'd have, there'd be that moment where, like when I started, like 95% of me was over here saying, are you crazy this is never going to work and then 5% was like just go for it just go for it say it and i would just start saying the words and then more of the story would come and and slowly as i practiced you know now there's maybe like 3% over here and you know and then a lot more 97% that's that trusts that this is going to work so again practice 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 is all i can say try it on little things i just the other day i i I, you know, I've got this wedding in September, and and oh, well, it's going to be too long a story, but I'll try and make it a short story. I yeah. reserved a an Airbnb in the town that we were going to be in. It's a little village in France. I'm very excited, and um, and there weren't a lot of places available, so I had re- reserved this place. Then I had the opportunity to to share a place with someone else, and and. So I was going to just cancel the reservation, but something in me was just sort of nagging at me to talk to my niece to be first to see if anybody needed it. And honestly, it was my Saturday. I was tired. I really didn't want to like get into a whole thing with, I didn't want to, I just kind of wanted to just cancel it and be done with it. But something inside me just wouldn't let me do that. So I texted her and sure enough, she wrote back, oh my gosh, my best friend hasn't been able to find a place and this is great. So I was so happy that I, I went with it. You know, I trusted that. And I think that's the thing we have to find. And I think the more like, I know people say, oh, you know, yeah, I had the feeling and then I didn't do it. And then I saw later, oh, wow. I should, Yeah, I was right all along. I should have done that, that or not done that. So we just have to practice.
0: Yes, practice is is really the key. And so um, we're going to take a few more questions, but I wanted to say when when you teach this, um, and and there's space for you to talk more about your course. Um do you share protocols um and and ways that people can go right into it? And do we calm ourselves down? You you mentioned the intention and all of that. Um like if we have any fear, will we still get an accurate reading with the fear there? Or do we need to get to a centered place without the fear first?
1: Well, with, with um, the class that we've got in the offers, it's my, you know, beginning class on how to read the Akashic records. There's a whole big section on tapping in you know, all the things that make it easier for us and more make it more so that we can be more confident about tapping in. So there's lots of exercises and things that help with that.
4: Um, I have tried
1: in the class to um, get things down to yes or no questions as much as possible. Um, So that really anybody can read the records in the, I teach how to do a relationship reading. So you take, you know, who is this person to me? Why why am I in this family? Uh, You know, things like that. And I've got like nine questions, nine steps to go through that you can just use your pendulum or muscle testing to get a yes or no. You don't have to, you know, do an elaborate reading on any of these things. So there's a profile reading, you just use the yes or no questions. And that's what I would encourage people to do and it takes a little bit of practice to just you know frame your question if you're asking well what's the best thing or you don't want to do ask subjective questions because that leaves a lot of room for error honestly um, so you know is is this in my highest good um, will there be a positive outcome and even that it's hard to know because there are variables right but you want to try and ask yes or no questions. And that takes a lot of the confusion out. So I think that's what happens too, is people um, interpret the answers in a certain way. And then if it doesn't go the way that they think it was going to go, then they're, oh, this doesn't work. But some of that is how did you interpret that? So I don't like to leave a lot of room for interpretation, like yes or no.
0: Yeah, just yes or no. And then the questions can build on there. So when when you're teaching this class and teaching people to use the pendulum, what do you say when people are like, well, that's me moving the pendulum or I wanted the answer to be yes or to be no? Um, how do you overcome that?
1: Um, well, there's there's a... I guess let me answer the question and then there's a fun exercise that we could do really quickly. Do we have time for that? We do. Okay, good. Um, So again, practice on things that don't have any juice on it, you know? So like the exercises I put people through are, is my name Bob? Well, you ask a name that's not you. Is my name Bob? Is my name Anna? You know, and you do it, you practice on things where, you know, the answer, you get a feel for what it feels like when the pendulum goes one way or the other. Um, And then for most cases, you know, you can, you know, then that all works fine. If there's something that you really have a lot of juice on, this is my, my secret tip. Um, If you have something that there's a or fear
0: around juice or, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: yeah. And so, you know, it's hard to, I always think of it as you want the field to be like a sea of glass. And, and it, when you get nervous or uh, afraid or whatever, or it's too important, or, you know, then we stir up the water or the vibrational field and you can't read it accurately. So what I do is I picture um, a person, a woman sitting in front of me on a chair and I just see the back of her and I read for her. And so I detach from myself instead of, you know, trying to get the answer from me, I say for her. And I ask the question for her. And then, and that just is enough detachment that I relax and I can get the answers. So that works.
0: Thanks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And Emily, I got your telepathy on that one. Yeah. That was Emily's question. Thank you. You know, I've got my pendulum right here, too. And I just used it yesterday. Excuse me. There was a little fear around the question that I was asking. So I closed my eyes. And it was just so comforting every time I opened my eyes and I saw the direction that the pendulum was moving. So that kind of helped me to. Stay centered and and to do to do a little detachment, closing the eyes, um, and everything was fine. And today it was all confirmed. Everything's fine. So um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that this practice that we do with the pendulum, at first we may we may see it like just spin around in a circle, or we may just see it jitter. But with practice, as you say. Our intuition does get stronger. Um, We're better able to read it. So I think it's beautiful that you're teaching this course and assisting all people to step in in this way because I see a world where if we are truly tuned in and tapped in to this inner knowing, that nothing can affect us. For the most part, we will always have the answers and you've done your job very well if people are in that space and we've all done our job very well if we do this. So cool. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think, you know, um, we can only know what we know with our minds that that we're in a box, you know, we're living in the box. And to me, working with the Akashic Records, it takes us out of the box. It, it, it opens us up to so much more information and, and the opportunity to be aligned with life in a way that we can forge new paths and we can create new things. And um, it, you know, cause we're working outside the box now. So the opportunity to create a new world is there for us because we're um, open to possibilities that we wouldn't have thought of on our own.
0: Yes. Okay. Here's a question from Debbie, and then we're going to go to more callers. Um, well, Debbie has her hand raised, so we'll get to you in a moment, Debbie, but this is a good question. Can you ask the pendulum to show me yes, show me no, or maybe? Can you? Yes. Them-
1: yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you can do it however you like, but for me, clockwise is yes. And counterclockwise is no. And then maybe is kind of in the middle And there are subtleties to reading your pendulum. So if I'm getting a swing like that, I'm like, yeah, this is a definite yes. Or this is a definite no. If I get just like a little bit, it's like, "Hmm," you know, I start to, I can feel like, you know, a question I'll ask is, do I need more information? You know, like this could be okay, but maybe there's a better option. So then I start asking, oh. Um, do I need more information, then I start asking different questions so there's a subtle um, variance to to how the um, how the um, pendulum works once you get used to it it's almost like it's speaking to you. Um, so I want to just do this if, can we do this little exercise really quickly. Oh, yes. Let's do it. All right. So. we're doing when we're using the pendulum is we're tapping into that larger energy field and that energy is coming through and what we're looking for when we're doing yes and no questions is is this making will this make me stronger or will this make my field weaker so that's basically the information that we're getting if it's aligned with life it's going to be stronger if it's working against life it's going to be weaker so We all have this built in pendulum and I like to do this exercise because it lets you feel in your body what that energy feels like. So you have to stand up, change my thing here. So you you have to stand up and then you're going to, you're going to lean forward a little bit and let your dominant arm um, swing. Okay. And then close your eyes and Just let your arm kind of dangle and then we're going to ask is my name and then think of your name and just feel the energy as it goes through your body and, and your arm now is the pendulum. Okay. So see if it's going in a clockwise direction. And then is my name Bob? I don't know if there's any Bobs on the call, but hopefully not. Um, So, or if it is think of something else. So is my name Bob now feel what that energy feels like and feel how your arm moves with that. So it's just a little way of actually, and then the pendulum is really just an extension of that. Um, So it's energy moving through you. The pendulum is just sort of the end result.
0: The pendulum is just the end result. That was a really good um, that was a really good uh, a, a tip or a exercise because even before I felt my arm moving, I felt that answer within. Of course, I know my name is not Bob, but the feeling, uh, and so that's important to pay attention to as well: the expansion or the contraction.
1: Expans- Absolutely. Attraction.
0: Yeah.
1: I talk and about it as red light, green light. So do you light. feel it in your body as a green light or a red light or a yellow light? You know, is it like, yes, the energy is just moving and open and flowing or you kind of feel the energy contract in front of you or, you know, yeah. well, maybe, maybe not. Is it, you know, is it amber light?
0: And um, such a simple tool, but I know people are teaching this to children. Um, in their lives their grandchildren or their kids or teachers out there and so what a powerful skill in everything because we're already picking up on this when we look out at the world when we see certain things Um, and so you're just helping us get stronger at recognizing the feeling recognizing the energy reading the energy of things and that's beautiful. As we all become graduates of this technology, uh, we are—we already have it. We've used it in past lives, I'm certain, but we've forgotten about it. So it's a time of a great awakening. Yeah, for, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. And and being able to um, be sensitive to that and and know what we're feeling right in the moment allows us to be present in the moment and have. An accurate response to whatever's going on as well. So, so it's just it's the pendulum actually is a training, like you're saying, for that that feeling that's already there.
0: All right. I know people, if they don't already have pendulums, they're going to get a pendulum and even make <laughs> a pendant something, right? You can use a pendant or or any kind of a tool like that. Here's a question from Melissa or a comment. I've noticed when testing. If I second guess or want confirmation on my answer and test twice, then it's always opposite. What's the best way to stay in that balance? So far, it's my own self-doubt, I believe, which makes me want to ask if you found a common denominator in this self-doubt from reading the records.
1: Hmm. Well, I don't know. I, I think it's what we've been talking about. I just think it's a, a fear we're working with something that's unseen and there's just a fear about, am I getting it right? I don't know, I, I, I'm not sure that, uh, I'm sure there's probably some common denominators, but I think each of us has our own, you know, kind of worries about this kind of, some people might be, is it me? Is it some, is it some entity? Is it, you know, I, I think people have different doubts. Um, you know, in that case, I would again, try something, um, try that detaching exercise, either visualize someone in front of you, or maybe you put like a, you know, an object in front of you and you read on that instead of reading for yourself, um, so that you get past that, um, confusion that's there.
0: Yes. Get past the confusion. Beautiful. All right. Let's go to some more questions. Uh, the questions in our, Q&A box. I think most people have their hand raised. That's cool. We'd love to have you share your voice with us. So I'm going to ask Susan to unmute. Hi, Susan.
4: Susan, if you're still
0: with us, you can unmute. If you stepped away, we'll circle back. We're going to move right along. Susan, I'll get right back to you. Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hello. Uh, hi Susan. Hi. How are you? My husband had to mute me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, husband. You're welcome. And
5: guess what his name is Bob. <laughs> so you were talking about my husband, huh? <laughs> I thought that was cute. I'm going, what's my husband's name? Well, anyway, I uh, well he also for me wrote in a question. I'm having sight problems now. Uh, very difficult ones where I'm, I'm actually vision impaired right now with central vision. Could this be a pattern from a past life? And I'm just carrying it over.
1: Let me, let me look. Okay.
5: Okay. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I don't think the, I don't think, um, specifically the site, um, part of it is past life, but I do think that there's, um, it's funny, it's, it's similar to Sharina. It's like, I feel like there's some forgiveness, self-forgiveness that, that wants to happen for you, um, Maybe it would an affirmation be I forgive myself for not seeing, some not seeing, what I needed to see in the past.
5: Okay, that makes sense because I feel like I don't want to see something. Yeah, that happened to me. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So by doing that affirmation, that'll kind of will that clear out the Akashi part of it
1: um you know to it, it's going to help that's for sure um yeah i'm just looking to see if there's something else um I picked up something else yeah I, I think focus on the just focus on the forgiveness you know i forgive myself you know I, I without reading the records i would say probably something bad happened that you felt like you blamed yourself i should have seen this coming you know i should have known and, you know, and you didn't, and it's okay, you know, you did the right. best you could. So I would just focus on, you know, for, forgiving yourself and it for that lifetime. And then I would look at anything in this lifetime where you feel like you, um, you know, where you haven't forgiven yourself for something.
4: Okay. That Maybe makes you
1: turned a blind eye to something that um, you wish now you'd actually seen and spoken up about.
4: Oh okay. That makes sense. Yeah,
0: it's okay. So Susan, if you wanted to use the mm, akashic records for healing, Anna, how mm-hmm. could she use that? how could she use it for healing? Um, you know, I would um
4: y- you want to sit down and you want to
1: um, you don't have to be able to read the lifetime. You just have to say, I want to go back to the original lifetime in which this pattern started, um, or this guilt, um, about not seeing started. And I send healing and blessing energy into that lifetime. You know, I, I, in my clearings, I do, you know, other steps and more intricate things. But I think if you just send healing and blessing energy into that original um, lifetime, and I forgive myself, you know, that's what I would do. And I'd light a candle, I'd make a little ceremony out of it, you know, because the intention is really strong to be free of that.
5: Right, right. That's okay. I can do that. Yeah, and I'm getting a picture of what uh, it might be—they're—they're kind of giving me a picture of it.
1: Good, good, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and usually what I see in past lives where people are like blaming themselves or not forgiving themselves is they just didn't—they only see their little piece. It's like I, I could, you know, I. I should have stopped this war. Well, you know, it's like nobody was stopping that war. It was so much bigger than you, you know, it's so when you like take a step back and see the bigger picture of what's actually was actually going on, you realize you did the best you could within those circumstances. So if they're showing you a picture of what happened, you know, look at it and see, you know, what were her circumstances? Why, you know, was this all she could see? Or, you know, what were her limitations that um, she was living with, um, you know, that that prevented mm-hmm. her from um, being able to act differently?
5: Oh, okay. That makes sense.
4: Thank you,
0: Susan.
5: Thank you. I really appreciate both your help yeah. and blessings well. to both of you.
0: Blessings to you. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to share a quick little antidote about the power of forgiveness. It may seem so simple, but it is really profound. Um, There was a gentleman, Rick Paris, he's been on this show. He was hit by two cars in one afternoon, like right after the other. And he was a shaman before this. So he knew the power of his thought. And he went, when he was out, he had a near-death experience in this experience, in this episode. And he knew that he had to forgive himself for getting into that situation. And he walked out of the hospital the next morning. The police officer, the EMTs were totally amazed because they expected him not even to make it, let alone walk out of the hospital. But it was that forgiveness forgiving himself for getting hit by two cars running across the street and so I share that story just to illustrate the power of forgiveness and we know the ho'oponopono is is dissolving it dissolves the energy that and that is I love you thank you forgive me I'm sorry and that just dissolves all the energy so there's something to that technology and we hope that helps Susan so thank you and thank you for others who are reminded of the beauty of this. And I wanted to say, there was a question, does everyone clear, Anna, when you clear someone in the group?
4: Um, If we
0: set our intention, if we resonate with something similar. Sure,
1: yeah, yeah, again, yep. That was my word exactly is the intention. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm
0: All right, beautiful. So let's go on, Nancy. Nancy, Nancy, now is your turn, Goddess. You can unmute yourself and say hello.
2: Hi. How are you? <laughs> nice okay. to be here. Thank you so much. Um, I think what I put in the chat, I don't exactly remember the wording, but is there um something that stands out for me, uh, whether it's concerned with health or success or relationships that just something that stands out more prominently than others or the one theme I've come in particularly to come in with out of curiosity does that make sense how I said
1: that uh, um yeah you're you're asking if there's something that stands out in your in your records right now for you to yeah. know
2: yes
4: um okay
1: so <laughs> Um, I, yes, I'll definitely look, but this is a good example um, because people, you know, I get this when I'm doing readings for people and it's similar to like going into the library and asking for a book. Um, It's like, I'm seeing all your records. So it's, it's, this is where it helps to really narrow down. um, You know, so I'm going to ask you, is there something in your intuition that you want an, an an area that you want to know about? Um, yeah, that's telling you.
2: Yeah. Uh, health, healing health.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Are you having a particular issue?
2: Um, I've had it for a while. I got Lyme disease. It's affected my bones. It's, it's a lot longer. I know we don't have a lot of time, but, um, you know, I'm always working on it. Um, right now I can't afford out of pocket expensive ballistic care cause it is quite expensive and that's been going on for a while, but I do what I can. I'm a practitioner myself and, um, things are better, but I'm more <laughs> wondering if I need to do something else or more, but I always ask and I just take things day to day and I follow my gut or intuition or things being presented to me. But, um, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe I'm just doing what I'm supposed
1: to be
6: doing
2: you know so I don't know I don't know
1: I think it is and I think it's just confirming to you that you're on the right track and you've got the right tools you know and you're doing the right thing absolutely trust your intuition and you know follow it day by day I think you know I think you're on top of that I really do you know I, I never discount the emotional aspects of things you know like we just did with um, Susan about, you know, the forgiveness piece. So, uh, you know, um, I would say if there's anywhere that you could work a little bit more is maybe, um, just checking to see, you know, it's like the key things. Is it fear? Is it, um, is it forgiveness? Is it guilt? Is it, um, shame? Is it, um, um revenge, you know, go through and ask and try and find, you know, if there's anything that's that's hooked in there that's keeping you ill. Um, you know, I that's somewhat like a way that I would phrase it is um like if I felt like I was getting sick or something, I would say, you know, tapping into the Akashic Records in a clear space to see to to find the lifetime and the lifetime in which um I that's affecting me now that's allowing me to accept being sick.
2: Right. I understand. Sure. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, I was told a long time ago about being crippled in a past lifetime through an automatic writer. That was so long ago, but it was so accurate the things that the person said, but that didn't, I was in perfect health then. This Uh is something I know that came up astrologically that, you know, I was apparently going to go through this (laughs) journey and I knew it when I went through it. I go, oh, is this the journey
1: I was supposed to go through? Okay. So yeah, it's been. I mean, the longer I sit with you, I feel like, you know, I don't feel like this is karmic anymore. I feel like, you know, you've cleared all of that. I think, you know, the only remnants that are left are present life stuff. That's just getting in the way, tripping you up um along the way. And the other thing I would say is, you know, for now, accept that this is, you know, this is what you're dealing with. You know, don't be living your life um thinking that it needs to be another way or should be another way or it's right. not good enough right now. This right. is what you're dealing with. This is who you are right now. Um, accept, accept that, you know, you're strong, you can deal with that. And yes. I think the acceptance of that is going to help it.
2: Re, uh, yeah. let go to, yeah, no, I understand very much. So thank you so much. I appreciate the support in this, and thank you both. I wish everybody well. Thank you.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you Nancy. Okay. All right. So let's do uh, another one. This time is another Susan. This is Susan V. Hi, Susan. You can unmute yourself now and say hello. Hello.
4: Hi, Susan. Okay, well, I would like to know with what lessons am I supposed to be learning or what am I supposed to be changing in this life?
1: Um, The first word that popped into my head was confidence. Does that make any sense? Yes, it does. Yeah, confidence, just having confidence in yourself, believing in yourself. You know, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or says or does, it matters what you believe about yourself. That's the message. Yeah. Have your own back.
4: Just need the tools to to build that up.-
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You've got well, I mean, you've got everything you need. you just, yeah, you know whatever will help you um, to gain more confidence. but um, I think you know, sitting down and, and writing down, um, you know, what's true? What's true about me? You know, all the positive things that, that are actually true about you that maybe you don't acknowledge all the time, or, you, you know, you choose not to see, maybe see it from other people's points. What would other people say about you? You know, that's the stuff that you have to integrate and accept. Okay. I just got to get rid of all the
4: past programming that saying I'm worthless and Yes, yes. Well, I wanted to ask you, too, about the pendulum. Does it matter if it's wood, metal or crystal?
1: Nope. whatever, whatever feels good to you.
4: Yeah, it so matters. Crystals don't have like a different kind of energy
5: or pick up on energy or.
1: Um, they probably do. But again, really, what we're looking for is that that energy moving through you. So whatever feels good to you at the end of your hand um, is is great.
4: Awesome.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, thank you. You're so welcome.
0: Thank you, Susan. Okay, we are going to get to a few more callers, Debbie, Destiny, Pamela, and and maybe Alex as well. But I want to ask you, Anna, to share more right now about the course and your special offer. I'm going to put the link in our Zoom chat. And this is beautiful because, you know, we can learn how to do our own Akashic records for our own, for our healing, for our growth, for our business, for every step along the way. And again, this is important for our own intuition, building our intuition. So share with us what is included in your special offer.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, And yeah, so I love the idea of putting the tools in people's hands. And keeping them as simple as possible um, so that anybody can use them with a little bit of practice so the first offer is um, my soul work training program and basically the f- first part of it is all about tapping in um, all the things that we've been talking about um, how to um, open a clear space um, um, what else is in there um, different options that you have pendulum or muscle testing that kind of thing Getting started, reading past lives, spiritual discernment—all that stuff is in that section. Then there's a whole section on trusting your intuition, with exercises like we just did with your arm as a pendulum and the red light, green light, things like that to help you practice and just build up that trust for yourself. And then, and then I have um, three readings in there. So one is a soul purpose reading. You can go in and find out which archangel realm you're aligned with. Each of the archangels has a realm that they oversee. And um, so some of them are for healing. Some of them are for teaching, things like that. So you can find out about which archangel realm you're aligned with and, you know, how that relates to your purpose. Um, There's another reading for um, spirit guide alignment. I think sometimes we maybe take for granted that we are going to have just the right guides, but you know, over time, sometimes we take on the wrong ones or they get outdated or whatever. So this is sort of a refresh to tap in, check on your spirit guides. Do I have any, do I not have any, do I need to um, replace any? So again, yes or no questions. All of these come with worksheets so that you just go down and ask the questions. And then um, there's a piece in there about what those guides are here to help you with. And then the third reading is exploring soul relationships, which is very fun. You can go in and say, you know, who is this person to me? Why am I in this relationship? And I've got, you know, different reasons that we um, stay connected to people. So, uh, you know, those are, that's a jumping off point is the yes or no questions. And um, if you then can go into your intuition, get more information, see past lives, then you can do that as well. So that's the, the class of uh, the um and it's a e-course um the other um what else did i have the other offer you have to help me out i i know there's a breakthrough session in there yeah. that's where we yeah there's
0: there's a couple of beautiful the, there's a soul profile reading there's a couple of different a soul profile reading a breakthrough session and then personal sessions intuitive guidance and past life reading and clearings
1: Yeah. So if you want to do the past life work to find out, geez, where did this pattern, you know, it's a a significant pattern in your life that's stopping you. The breakthrough session is so much fun because we go through, I tell you the story, then you join me in the records and we rewrite the story and it's very fun, but very powerful. Um, So that's the breakthrough session. And then the soul profile session tells you about your soul history, your soul background purpose, things like that.
0: Beautiful. So we invite those watching and listening to check it out. Uh, You can read about all those beautiful options to work more closely with Anna, helping you know more about yourself and also teaching you how you can tune into yourself even more deeply. It's a really powerful and valuable tool in our world today, as there's so much information coming at us from everywhere. And we wanna see the triggers. We wanna see what it is that keeps us locked in these patterns or these looping systems so we can totally be free and liberated from it. Thank you, Anna. Thank you for that. Okay, back to questions. This time we're going to Debbie. And Debbie, you can now unmute yourself and say hello.
6: Thank you so much. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi I'm so grateful I've been learning to listen to my own intuition. So I was led to be here today and to see you ladies. So my question is, like I wrote in the chat, I I feel like I I don't understand love and where that really all started because I have very little self-love or what I think I should feel like when it's self-love as well as um. I feel super unmotivated in my life and I I feel like this is just a pattern of things that I've had no ambition my entire life. So I, I, if I can get insight about that or maybe questions to ask.
1: Yeah. Um, the word that's coming to me is numbing. You Mm. know, I, I get the feeling like there's, um, how to describe it. It's like you've sort of um it's like numbing yourself to everything except the essentials to keep you going day to day. You know, yeah. it's just like numbed it down or toned it down so that it's like at a really you know low volume. Um, and I think some of that is was was done to sort of minimize um pain. Yeah. and um. So I, I think you're gonna have to um understand the pain that's there uh, um in order to um go through and um be able to face um life your life in a fuller way. One of the um tricks that I use when I'm doing readings um and and it's clearly we're stepping into a field where there's a lot of, you know, it was a a lot of pain As I ask for a field of absorption to be placed um, in the field. Um, And I picture it as like this big sort of cosmic sponge that's going to absorb 90 or 95 or 93%, whatever, a large portion of the pain so that we only have to walk through a tiny bit of it to, um, to do the healing work. So that's what I would say for you, Susan, is, you know, um, maybe before you go to bed at night, um, you know, ask for a, a field of absorption to just while you're sleeping, to just drain away some of the pain that's been there. Um, and so that you can just have enough to, that you can face it and work with it.
6: Okay. So (laughs) clearly there's way more pain than I even imagined uh, that I just recently dealt with and moved on and through that realized that my body had been holding stress. So the body had created a stress sweat. So I carried that for 59 years till just two weeks ago. Yeah. So it's taken me a while to figure out that. And I skirted around because I knew what it was involving, but I didn't want to dance with it one more time. So I just found a way around it to deal with the same thing. But clearly it got that part of it. But I really just didn't know how much more there was there. And I think a part of me is just tired and I just don't want to deal with it anymore.
1: And that's where I'm saying, I totally get it. And that's where I'm saying, ask for some help, help, you know, ask for some help, you know, with your guides or or, um, that field of absorption, you don't need to, you don't need to re-experience or re-traumatize yourself from the whole thing. It's past. And I think you've done some of the work to, to clear the pattern. I think there's a little bit more to do, um, but get some of that pain out of the way. Sure, you'll you'll feel better. I think you'll feel better right away.
6: Right. Thank you for giving me another perspective of how to look at this and to deal with it and not really dig it all up.
1: Yeah, 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 good. Great. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Thank you, Debbie. Thank you. Okay, let's do a few more. We've got Pamela. Hi, Pamela. You can unmute. Hi. Hello. Hi. Yeah.
7: Thanks for taking me call my call.
4: <laughs> oh, thank you. Mm.
7: Uh, my question is, I've been told by several readers that I would be doing Akashic record work and or intuitive readings in the future. And I'm wondering if if you see that as a future possibility or
1: not. Okay, so I'm um, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna encourage your intuition. Do you see that? I do, but I'm always looking for external validation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm why, gonna go but... with your intuition. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with your intuition. Okay. Do you see a
7: time frame on that? I mean, that I don't really get. Do you get a time frame at all? Um are you you looking to make
1: a transition like from a job or something? Or? Well,
7: I'm, yeah, I'm transitioning right now, actually. Um, I'm in the middle of a, a different sort of transition. This, that would be something else I'd be doing, you know, that and looking at doing this. So I, I am transitioning right now.
1: Yeah. I would just start, you know, I would just start, um, you know, I don't know if you need training or you know need to practice or some learning I'd start with that now I don't know that you you know would expect to you know hang a shingle out right oh, now no. yeah no. <laughs> so I you know get started just get started with it okay start building okay. your your experience and okay your knowledge yeah all right
7: thank you so much for taking you're my you're call welcome. have a you're nice welcome. night
1: thank you thank
0: one foot in front of the other <laughs> yeah you just start doing it because you love it, right? You love it. and that's the key. and and as we do what we love, more is revealed on revenue streams that can be generated, more is revealed on marketing and all that 3D stuff that's so important. And this is a good time. Anna and I later this year, will be doing a a, a, a a let's it's a boot camp really where we're going to share our marketing and media production, business skills for light workers just like you guys who really want to step out and get active and be confident in getting your business off the ground. It's time. We've got information to share with you, so we'll let you guys know more about that. Just stay tuned. That's coming up in October. That's a great time of the year as the year winds down to hunker down and get busy and get prepped for the new year of 2024 so keep that in mind and dream big you guys go for it you are here on a mission and we are here to support you on that mission okay absolutely can't wait can't wait (laughs) Uh, destiny hi destiny darling you can unmute hi hey my dear hi uh, good to be here with you. Um,
8: my goodness, the last week and a half have really brought me to a place where I have to really, there's um, and where I really have to decide what's going on, and I need to. I don't want to. Mm, I'm wondering if Anna can feel into a little bit of what I'm experiencing right now because it's like it's on the left side, but it's very intense. But I'm wondering if it's
4: <laughs> so
1: a technique that I use occasionally is um like a contain contain containment field. So Destiny, what you know, what I would say for you because it sounds like the feelings are overwhelming. I would, it, you know, close your eyes and visualize taking that energy that's so intense and putting it into a ball, containing it in a ball, you know, of light or just containing it, and then you can. Um, once that, once the rest of your energy settles down with that energy contained, then you can send healing blessing energy into that container. Um, um, You can ask for healing for whatever it is that's in that container. But I would say, get that energy contained. I mean, I I use it sometimes if I, I don't usually do too much caffeine, but every once in a while, you you know,
8: feels, it feels like my solar plexus, my stomach is so bloated I feel like I can't suck it in and it's painful
1: yeah yeah again you know take whatever those um physical sensations are any emotional sensations and um picture containing the the energy of it okay so we're not trying to contain a part of your body but just contain the energy of it and then you can even take like an object in your home, like a a stone or a gemstone or something, you know, um, to represent that. And then you know, do your healing work by sending um, healing energy, healing and blessing energy into that that um, pattern, that uh, those feelings, and let and you know, you don't need to define it. You you don't need to know what it is. Just you know. Whatever it is, I want, I want to send healing, blessing energy, and then let sort of the universal healers kind of tackle that for you.
8: I feel like it's got to do with power. And I don't, you know, and it's ridiculous because I know that right now what, what that is, is like not
4: current.
1: Okay, so then this is where we talked about, you know, sending healing, blessing, energy into the original experience in which, you know, this issue around power began. So you can break that out and say, okay, I feel like it's about my power. I feel like it's from the past. Um, You don't have to have all the details, but that healing and blessing energy is very powerful. Uh,
8: i guess i don't i guess i'm asking for a little more because right now i'm in a lot of pain yeah um okay
1: well i'll tell you what um if you're okay with it let yeah. us move on with the questions and while we're doing that i will send oh. you some healing. Really
8: i really appreciate
0: that
1: yeah. okay thank you, you know. all right yeah okay thank you
0: destiny and that's a really cool tool about The container for that. Yeah, that
8: really is a good tool.
0: Uh Uh-huh. I appreciate that. space. Okay. All right. Thank you, Destiny. Thank you. Thank you, Laura. All right. Thanks. Last caller is Alex. Hi, Alex. You can unmute yourself now and say hello. If you are still with us. Hello. Hello. Hi can you hear me hi
9: how are you good 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 hi thank you so much for taking my call that's awesome um thank you um i was just thank you for connecting and i just have uh, been wondering what is the energy of scam energy of like you know being constantly scammed for like years and like being constantly you know robbed and things like that and the energy of that like what is something in my field or something in my path is like like I can't seem to get ahead you know no matter how much money I make it gets stolen it's taken or can't move forward it's like I know I'm a master manifester and then yet it all falls apart and then I you know what I mean it's Uh like this crazy energy that just won't quit and I'm like what is my intention I know my intentions are good like I want to make money to help my kid and help the people around me want to go visit my family or you know the intentions are not like oh I want to buy this fancy this fancy that it's all for me 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 it's not so I'm like trying to understand where something in my lineage and my Somewhere in my ancestry, we're like we're still holding on to poverty templates, or we're not enough, or something. And I've been clearing that, but it's still there. Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Mm-hmm. So this so for- is similar to what I was saying earlier about how uh, I think I was, I, think I was saying it earlier about you know how I've got events and things planned, and I can feel myself sort of going up to that that point, and maybe you know. Um, undermining myself at, you know, right before it happens. Was I saying that on this or was it on another call I was on before this, but, but it, um it's Alex, it's, a, it's the same kind of thing. Um, what I would say again, today we're talking about um, ways that you can work with doing this healing work. So the really, the simple way to approach this is you've identified the issue. I, I get ahead or I start to get ahead and then something's taken away, right? So that's the pattern that you keep seeing over and over again. So we send healing and blessing energy to the original experience in which this pattern began of me constantly keeping myself from being able to get ahead, to move forward.
9: Right, right. Um,
1: So that's the pattern that you want to clear Right, and we want to go to the the first time that that happened. Where did this start? If you can read past lives, great. You may get the story. If you can't read past lives, it doesn't matter. You're stating your intention to right. go to the source of that pattern, and send healing and blessing energy to it. Right, okay? that's there what an, you want to release.
9: And is there like a pattern with like attracting like really dark energies? Cause they just like, you know, false energies, like false light or, you know, energies that are like not of the highest good,
1: you know, big picture. I think that's all the same pattern. I think it all is, it's just different ways of contributing to keeping you behind, right?
9: It's like a loop. That's like a weird loop. yeah 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 there are a million definitely.
1: ways we can stop ourselves, dark entities, you know a flat tire, we having to you know a million ways that we can stop ourselves. But right. the point is that it's this pattern of you um preventing yourself from getting ahead, so I feel like there's some guilt in there, just to give you a little bit more. I feel like there you know in that past life where this all started, you you know, similar to the other story we were looking at, you had things, um, but you felt guilty about having them. And so Mm. you, you know, um, in my clearing work, we look at what's the vow that I made, um, to, so that this never happens again. So I think the vow maybe was to, um, um, you know, keep, keep your life simple, um, not have a lot of material goods, just, um, lay low because you didn't want to overshadow people or have things that other people didn't have because you saw them suffering. So, you know, um, you can look at that pattern for yourself. First of all, you're going to send the healing blessing energy into that lifetime and that pattern, but you know, how in, you know, this kind of, I think Lauren gets to what we're talking, going to talk about in the boot camp is you know, do I stop myself from having things because other people don't have it, or do I find a way to have it with integrity and then be an example that lets people other people know you can have this too, and there's nothing right. wrong with it
9: right, right? yeah, it makes sense. It's just a weird, weird place, I'm just like yeah, okay, might as well not have anything because it's just gonna get stolen I thought, <laughs> yeah. you know
0: yeah wow. that's funny oh, that's
9: right there that's yeah she right there yeah I just give stuff away I'm a giver but I'm like okay I it's I want to give but I want to receive as well you know open those channels make that balance happen
0: you know yeah yeah all right,
4: thank you so much. You're welcome. This would
0: be a good time. I'd love to share. Uh I overcame poverty consciousness myself. And this is a long story. Mine centered around rainbow sandals. Trauma of having to return rainbow sandals to the store when I was like seven years old, created this trauma, which was probably other past lives as well. And one thing that I did was energy. I, let's call them money games. Money's an energy. Money is the prana of the earth, right? Money is prana of the earth plane. And so, um, I started changing the way that I tipped people. My husband would be into making the bill at the restaurant exactly twenty nine dollars and zero cents. So he would tip, you know, the the little change to make it perfectly zero. Well, what if, but that was poverty consciousness. That's an energy in itself of like not enough or just, you know, keeping it. So we started, we just flipped it and $11 and 11 cents, $5 and 55 cents. And then you can infuse those repeating numbers to go out into the world and to come back at you 10,000 fold or whatever, a thousand fold or whatever. So that's a freeing energy. So there's many other energy games that you can play around money, but that might help you, Alex and everyone. And so catch yourself when you say, okay, I'm just not meant to have money. That's BS, that's a belief system that you don't have to be a part of anymore. When you go to look into your bank account, before you go into your bank account, center yourself, feel what it would be like if you had an extra zero on the end of your bank account, look out the window before you log into your bank account and feel that feeling. And then look, get into your bank and see what that number is. And regardless what that number is, I did it in my own life. You know, at one point it was really, okay, I had $200. (laughs) But then it begins to work. So these are just ways that we shift our energy so that we are a fortification against these belief systems that actually affect our energy field, as Anna's saying, that the pendulum picks up on. So shift that, try that, um, and also just think big. There's more games that we can go into we don't have time for, but lots of ways that you can shift your energy around money. So we hope that helps, Alex. Thank you. Thank you, okay. Well, here is one last question, and this is good for all of us. So Linda has a question. When connecting with the Akashic Records, is there only one record keeper that works with us or do our angels and guides join us there with their input or observations from watching over us?
5: Hmm,
1: well, you know, I have to say it's it's speculation. I'm sorry to not have a better answer but it's kind of speculation because i don't know i i there was that movie with robin williams um uh, what dreams may come and they have this yeah they have this amazing scene where there's just these people floating around with all the books and the records and everything and I, i don't know i guess that's kind of how how I tend to see it I, I think it, as far as the Akashic records go I mean in some ways I see it as just like an imprint it's like when you you know when they made records LPs and things you you sort of put that imprint the vibrational imprint into the record it's it's kind of like that so I think it just is what it is but I also think then that you know we have tons of support for us and you know we personify that in whatever way works for us. You know, I want to, I don't want to be discouraging or anything. I think, you know, whatever feels right to you, if it's angels or guides or teachers. And um, I I just think there's lots of support for us. And I, you know, I mean, any watching Lauren Lauren's show uh, I'm sure there are a lot of people who talk about different forms of that and, and where all the support comes from. So I'm kind of a mechanics person, (laughs) I'm kind of more into the mechanics of things, but uh, yeah, I know that the support's there.
0: Yes, the support is there, so much support, teams and leagues, leagues and leagues of support, but more importantly, the higher self, the higher self right there as well. And your higher self is part of so much more. So thank you, Anna, for that clarification. All right. Well, our um, time is coming to a close and there's a question that I want to be sure to ask now your program in your special offer, the course, the soul work course, is that an online home study course study at your own pace?
1: Yes, it is. It's all, it's a video course.
0: Beautiful with lots of tools and tips to take these steps and learn about our guides and archangel realm that we come from and how we can be more intuitive for ourselves.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yep.
0: Anything else you'd like to share about people working with you and your personal sessions?
1: Um I would say, you know, um visit my website uh, theshiftsystem.com. Um there's a list of, of readings and things that you can get, but of course, the best, the best way to go is through the offers um, with Loren. But um, yeah, sometimes, you know, sometimes you like to do it yourself and sometimes you need a little help. So if you want a little bit of help, we can, you know, do the clearing work together. And um, I just find, you know, when I do the clearing work, things really start to change. Things start to move um, and it just speeds things up. Anytime you have a coach or a, you know, um, a professional, it can speed up the process. So why suffer? Why suffer longer? Just get some help. Let's move it and get you on with the the good things you have to share with the world.
0: And you are a beautiful guide and a beautiful teacher, having gone through this in your own life and learning to read your own records and all of it. So we thank you for being that guide for us because it does help us move forward at an accelerated pace. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Anna. Any final comments as we say goodbye?
1: Just, it's always a pleasure to be with you. I so admire what you do and what you've put together for us to learn and and grow through the the different people that you bring together and your beautiful questions and your beautiful heart and perspective on everything. So um, just a lot of gratitude for you. Thank you and we are in deep gratitude for all of
0: those watching and listening because you too are a new earth leader. You are a new earth guide. I'm going to cry because we are here uh at this time to really step up and do it and assist this planet and it first starts with us. So Good luck on your journey, everyone. Thank you for your bright light. We love you. And Anna, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your tremendous work. It's really a thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. My pleasure.
0: Namaste.